0: Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Who needs a word this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. kebe Glory, 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 glory. Mm. I want all the Lord has for me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Ah, and I believe the early birds get the best, you know. Because mm. if joy comes in the morning, it must run out by Uh uh-huh hallelujah hallelujah so let's get the morning blessing i
1: believe
0: that We are people of expectation. Hello, Tabakasai. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if it's the devil calling or the Lord calling. Isn't that interesting? Let's try it again. I believe we are people of expectation. (laughs) But I think the truth is we expect discipline more than blessings. We expect discipline more than blessings. Because in this world, the world has disappointed us and we come to God thinking it's going to get better, but somehow or another we end up just expecting discipline. We believe it's going to get better one day. One day we're going to get good enough and we're going to be blessed. Today is discipline. And we fully believe that discipline leads to righteousness and righteousness leads to blessing. But I don't believe that's true. Life has its discipline. Yes. If you spit into the fan, you get discipline. But I believe it is God's love that changes us. And I believe it's God's love that blesses us. It's not discipline. But we live a life like Job. We live this life of fear. Because we expect discipline. In the world we was expecting, we came to the conclusion we was expecting harsh treatment from the devil. And then we come into the house of God and our expectations is discipline. So much so that we fully expect that most things are going to lead to some kind of discipline. So much so that it affects our faith to believe in good things because we're expecting discipline. So the fear we have in the world has now become religious. Does anybody hear me this moment? The fear we had in the world has now somehow, gotten saved and now we're just afraid of discipline of correction And here's here's a little wake-up thought. You need a wake-up thought? Some of us are very devoted to God. We pray continuously. We, We pray early in the morning. We pray at night. We pray through the day. We are very devoted and attentive to God. Hmm? We might even be in the house. We might have come early this morning because we're so devoted to God. And we may plan to be in all three services because we love God so much. Amen? But, but do we? Is it possible that fear could be disguised as love and all our devotion to God is nothing but fear because we're afraid if we don't give God the devotion the, the attention it will be what? discipline
1: hmm?
0: now don't side with the devil and take off running and say you don't love God. I'm just saying that sometimes what we think is love, and we know love is the beginning, but sometimes what I'm saying is sometimes what we think is love, and we think that we love God more than someone else, but the reality is, is just fear. Hmm. This is a million dollar lesson. But if you've got a $20 heart, I don't know. Mm. Somebody hear this message this morning. See, when preachers don't spend time with God and they come out and preach something, if people don't go, ooh, and ah, they think, okay, maybe it's not a good message. I'm not one of those preachers. Because before I ever preached to you, I preached to myself. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. Some of us think we're little real lovers. We love God more than anybody else. We love God more than all the people in the world. And how do I know I love God more than all the people in the world? Because of my devotion and my commitment I don't even eat a candy bar without giving thanks to God for my candy bar. Hmm? I don't eat without giving thanks to God. Do you really love God or are you just afraid of the calories? And if you don't give God thanks, He might put some extra fat on you. <laughs> or maybe somebody poisoned it. But I, you always give thanks to God, you know. But you love God more than anyone else because you always in church on time. I'm the first one that I get there before everybody. That's because I love God more than everybody else. Is it true? Are you just afraid not to? Fear might be the beginning of love. Hmm? You in service this morning because you love God or because you want next year to go nice? And you're going to stay up with us till midnight tonight? Do you typically stay up so late listening to preaching? Or is it, are you just afraid of the next year that's coming? Now don't run with the devil now. Don't, don't start judging yourself and condemning yourself one time here. It's just a thought. Something to examine yourself with. Because yep. what I really hope is to take you somewhere else, other. I don't want you just to wake up and say, you know, maybe I am just serving fear and not God. Wow. And I feel like God is, even though he may discipline me, he's my only hope. He's a rough taskmaster, but he's better than the one I had before. So before you run off and condemn yourself or something like that, what I want you to see is is maybe you don't love God as much as you thought you did. And that's not to judge you or make you feel bad, but it's to leave room for you to love God more. Because perfect love casts out fear. So I'm not serving God out of fear. or I had rather say I'm not serving fear. If you stay awake all night because you think somebody's going to break in your house, you're serving fear. You're not serving God or the devil. And I am fearful... That sometimes we just serve in fear. Some of us singleness are in the church this morning, and oh yes, we're going to be here to midnight. But do we love God, or are we just afraid we're going to die alone in our bed? Isn't it amazing we get married so we don't die alone? but yet often when we get old we end up in our own bed in different rooms or we're in the same room but we each got our own bed (laughs) just a thought (laughs) see you should know the day you're going to die get married a few days before and then you cannot die alone Because if you get married young, Christy, chances are when you get old, you'll still die alone. You'll look over at your man and you'll say, he don't even care if I die. He probably won't even wake up. So we could be in church faithfully. And see, the real test is when we get married, and if we stay in church. Mm. There's a few of you in here, there's some accusations against you. Not coming from me. You managed to collect them all on your own. That if you get married, you won't be in church as much. Mm. If you get your job, you won't be in church as much. I'm not judging you. You collected those judgments. I'm just telling you what you have in your backpack. But that's true, isn't it? And again, I'm not saying this. I realize sometimes, well, a lot of times, a lot of times my messages don't leave you feeling extremely good about your abilities. Because I really don't believe in pumping up your pride and making you feel like that, that you are okay in your own strength. My objective is you're okay in God. And so to keep you in God. But it's also to wake us up uh, mentally uh, that we understand, maybe I'm just serving fear a whole lot. Maybe I love fear more than God. Maybe I serve fear more than God. Now, this is where somebody says, well, you could serve fear and you could serve things and desires. No, we're going to talk about serving fear today. The fear, I won't get those things. The real enemy of your faith. Not your devils, not your lust. Not your laziness, but the fear that I won't get. Fear is just another word for faith in a way that you don't particularly want it. Over the years, I've never found much difference between fear and faith. To me, fear is just faith turned inside out. Fear is just something that you believe in very strongly But you don't necessarily want. Faith is something you believe in strongly that you do want. Mm -hmm. Because both fear and faith and faith being in love are great motivators. So I understand that I have a devotion to God. And I understand that I have all this attentiveness to God. And I understand that, you know, I I pray unto him all day long. I understand that I have this relationship with God. I understand you have this relationship with God. And I understand you strive for a greater relationship with God. But do you strive because you love him or you strive because you're trying to overcome the fear that you won't get the things in life that you want? And is it possible somebody outside might love God as much as you do and maybe more, but they don't come to church a lot? But they just have faith that God is good. But we have the appearance of loving God more because we hear every time the door is open. But are we serving fear? Now, this is not to make you judge yourself and say, oh, I'm serving fear. I don't deserve to live. I didn't tell you to condemn yourself, you're still going to fear. It's just to wake up your thought. Uh-huh. So I realized that that if this is true, all right, there's no reason to judge myself or condemn myself. The Lord still saved me. Even, you know, isn't it amazing? The Lord saved us when we're stupid and when we get smart. We realize he didn't save us. Better to be dumb sometimes. (laughs) But think about it. Most of us, the smarter we get, the less saved we are. We don't depend on him as much. So I realize, all right, all right. Maybe I am serving fear. But I don't have to. Let the light come on. It don't take. It don't always take a great deliverance, you know. You don't always need two hours in the prayer room to put your head on straight. <laughs> when the light comes on, see, there's some things that's, that's deep inside. There's iniquities inside that they twisted inside, and sometimes it takes a few hours. To get that out and help you understand what you got out. Yes. That's the purpose for the prayer rooms. The purpose for the prayer rooms, the purpose for the long prayers is not because it takes us so many hours to get that devil out of you. The purpose is so you can see how it's working in your life so you can quit let it working in your life. You can get rid of your devils, but if you don't know how they work, it's still working. You can get rid of your devils, but if you have the teachings of devils, they can still be working inside of you. But some deliverances is, ah, I catch that. I see that. Uh, the light come on. So I realize, all right, all right, all right. Maybe I am serving fear a lot. Maybe I'm 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 attentive to God, I'm doing a lot of things, but it's fear. So now that I that now that I understand that I'm doing this out of fear, what does that mean? I come to church less? Well. If that's where you're at, I guess. But to me, it it leaves this opportunity for me to grow in love with God. Because that perfect love cast out that fear. So now I can love him because I love him and not love him because I'm afraid of him. You know, some children love their parents because they're afraid of them. And then when they grow up, they leave their parents and they don't want to ever come back to see them. Because they realize they never loved their parents, they're just afraid of them. And sometimes you can see children and say, Yes, mommy, yes, daddy. I mean, they're 30 years old, but they're still afraid of their parents. It's not respect, it's fear. <laughs> it's holy fear. <laughs> sometimes a sassy child loves you more than the one that's always. Has been beaten into submission. (laughs) But the objective is to love without fear. And that's why some of us love God so religiously. Our prayers are always the same old prayers. Lord, you know, a, a little bit of humor. The Lord knows what you want before you ask. Why? Because you've asked it so many times. That's the way you always pray. Oh, 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 you don't have to pray. I got it on recording. (laughs) Because you're serving out of fear. So you don't have this freedom to love God. You don't have this freedom to talk with God. You don't have this freedom to learn to grow with God. You don't have this freedom to make mistakes because you're terrified you're going to make one mistake. He's going to kill you. Because that's the way it happened a few times in the Bible. Yes. Yes, the Lord killed Eli's sons, both of them, killed them, dead. But that was after they slept with all the women. They used to come to the temple. <laughs> so you don't always die immediately. <laughs> If, if you don't have freedom, you, you, you'll never grow in love with God. If you don't have freedom to wander a little bit and realize, Lord, this is, this is not what I want. If you don't have that freedom and that liberty, and you just come into church because you're terrified of God. And I mean, it's been like that for years. I mean, in the beginning, I understand it. But after years, you don't have this. Now, granted, some people want to realize that God is, you know, he's a good God. And you realize, well, you can't butter God up and you can't flirt with him and get anything new. So they just pull away from God. All right. That's where your love is at. But at least what little love you have is real. But I wonder if the love that's in most churches are real. Or we just fearful of discipline and fearful we might not get our stuff. Sometimes when we get our stuff, we don't see you no more. But sometimes the smart ones, well, I mean, the smart ones, we usually see them because you're afraid God going to come like courts and take it back. But some of you, you know, like courts, you get your new refrigerator, your TV, and then you move where they can't find you. So when you get your stuff from God, you change your address. But some of us, we come back because we don't want God to take our stuff. See, that's Job. If I wants to be like Job... You should be slapped if you want to be like Job. Job said, "What I fear the most has come up on me. I knew God was going to come and take his stuff back." <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Some of you, some of you, read the Bible and you idolize some of those characters in the Bible, and you idolize them so much you can't even see their clumsiness. You can't see Elijah running from a woman and getting scared and feeling depressed and wanting to die. Because you idolized him too much. Mm. Job said, what I fear the most has come upon me. What is he saying? If I don't serve God and if I don't offer all these sacrifices, I know God is going to come back and take his stuff. Now, there's things we can give credit to Job about. He cursed everything, but he did restrain from cursing God. He cursed the day he was born. He cursed everything. But the one thing Satan said he would do, he didn't do. He didn't curse God. Got real close, though. Because, I mean, when you're cursing the day you die, and that's getting close, right? I mean, the day you was born. So, you realize that even... A lot of biblical characters may not have loved God as much as you think they do. They were devoted to fear. Anybody listening this morning? Now this message is not so you don't show up next week. And the prophet said, I don't love God as much as I think. I'm just coming out of fear. No, the, the revelation is, let me wake up and let me love God and not fear God. Let me love God. I don't have to dance perfect. I don't have to sing perfect. I don't have to do this perfect. Because who knows, I couldn't do anything perfect to please God. Some of them angels up there got moves I can never move. And they got voices I could never voice. Hmm? But this is the love I got. And some of us don't have the freedom to do that. Yes. Some of us didn't even have the freedom to get dressed this morning. Oh, shut up. You had to ask everybody, how do I look? Is this, is this appropriate for church? Huh? And, and we try to put on our best things and we try to walk right. Don't you realize you're just fearful of God? Huh? You didn't bounce through the door like you was home. You bounced through the door like you might find hell today. Most of the world don't come to the church because they're scared of it. They won't tell you that. It's like, I don't believe there's a God. That's uh, like my father. My mother used to believe in ghosts. My father said, I don't believe in them. And he said that with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now, I'm not talking about bouncing through the door like you own the place and you come in here with all your pride. That's another extreme. But we're so afraid we got pride that we ain't got nothing. Hmm? Minus a little fat. You are just a skeleton. Your ghost stayed outside. Your ghost never come to churches more, because it's scared of God. You sent your skeleton. And I understand that, you know, in the beginning, fear is a good thing. I understand that. If you got all this pride and you're just going to bounce in like you own the place and start taking over the place, I don't like the way they sing and you try to rearrange things. I understand that. Yeah, you're going to die pretty soon, you know. With all that pride, you know. If, if God don't get you, everybody in church is going to get you, you know. I understand that. But, but you come in Fearful. Oh, I'm afraid of God. You ever heard people say that? Oh, I'm afraid of God. I'm afraid not to do the right thing. You're not telling me you love God. You're telling me he's the scariest thing you've ever seen. And the fact that you're in church so much and not in the world, it means you're more scared of God than you are the devil which is kind of a good thing. Jesus says, Be, if you're going to fear somebody, fear God. But the, the objective here is not to fear the devil or God. The objective here is to love. And when that love is perfect, then it, it casts out all fear. That's the objective. And if there's one thing that I could phrase it over the years, over 30-something years of ministry... I've seen people devoted to church. I've seen people devoted to God. I've seen people come on time. But I see them sitting, and and we call it religiousness. We say they're sitting in the pew religiously. No, they're scared. Quit using the word religious. All it means is holy fear. Sit up, we sit up, we sit up. Huh? Almost like you're trying to get alone. You never know what to do with your hands. You ever realize that? You ever realize when you go through immigration and you're standing there at that little window? Huh? You don't know this person, but this person like God they stand there, like, you don't know if you're going to get through or not. <laughs> you ever realize you don't know what to do with your hands or your eyes? It's like. It's like. <laughs> I'd be standing there like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my eyes. I, I, I don't know whether to watch you or look off. I'm trying to see which one makes me look the most innocent. <laughs> and then I realize. And then I realize, wait a minute, I ain't robbing no bank, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> what am I afraid of? <laughs> what? <laughs> ah. There you go. Anybody know that fear? Yes. <laughs> and, and churches can make you like that too, you know. I, I mean, you even look suspicious. You're so fearful you're making the immigration officer fearful. They reaching for the buzzer under the counter or a gun or something. They behind that bulletproof glass and they, they you know But do we come to church like that? Huh? I mean come on let's face it we come to church, we don't sing. I mean, I understand, you know. If you're new, I understand, you know, you're kind of getting used to things because every church has its own personality. There is no guidelines. You realize that? You ever ever go to a, a different church? And they're different. That's why I called it a different church. So you go to a different church, you know. And and they're not doing things the way, you know, the the churches you used to. So you don't know if you should run, you're going to get struck with lightning? Uh, (laughs) Ah? Yes? And you're so religious, they didn't take up an offering. Uh, you know, I think, I, I am pretty sure over the past, what are we going into 22 years? I'm sure over the past 22 years, there's been at least three or four people that did not come here no more because we didn't take up offerings. Too bad. There's probably a thousand that don't go to churches because they do take up offerings. Huh? And then there's probably some that, that don't come here because... We, we don't do the communal thing with the little wafer and the glass of juice. No, we do it the way it says. In the Bible, they had meals at each other's houses. So we have communion every night because, believe it or not, even though we're angel-like, we, we do eat. And the reason we have such a big bathrooms is because we do... Um, um, And I've always said, anybody's invited to come any night and eat with us. Amen. Now, as we grow, we may get larger in size. We may have to do some kind of wait for some kind of juice. Right? The thing is, does God really care? And the truth about communion is fellowship. It's not about, does this great? Jews come from Jerusalem. Mm. Are you sure this wafer ain't got no yeast in it? Mm. Mm. But see that that's that's where we at. I could say religiously, but that's where we're at fearfully. I understand in the beginning you don't know much about Christianity so you know you don't want to mess up your first few days in the house. But after a while you still you're not thawed out. What kind of deep freeze you in? (laughs) 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 i And you know, sometimes people come to this house and they realize, okay, they laugh a little bit in this house. Hmm? Yeah. I think a week or two ago or so ago, I was acting a little unusual, a little crazy. Somebody's watching me and they're like, who do you think the rest of them got this craziness at? You can judge my craziness and my humor all you want. But I tell you this, I didn't have it before I met God. I got it after I met him. And after I washed myself of all religiousness and realized, you can't really do nothing to please God. We animals. We just, we just a step above the dog and the zebra and the giraffe. He put his spirit on us, but we still act like animals. Huh? Yes. Yes, we give thanks for our food, but we got one eye open because we're watching the food. Oh, yes, we love, but when we go to the communion table, we look to see which plate has the biggest piece of chicken. Not because we want to give it to our neighbor. No, we animals. That he has put his spirit on. And that he loves us. So let me quit trying to be. See I'm trying to walk around like an angel. And I don't even know how angels walk. <laughs> I trying to walk around like a citizen of heaven. And I don't even know what a citizen of heaven look like. I don't know how they act. All I know. Is the love. And love is better than sacrifice. Love is better than all those awkward things you do that you call love. When in reality, it's just fear. Yes? You can be devoted to God without the fear. In the beginning, maybe you need that. Maybe if you got a whole lot of pride, maybe you need some fear. And that, that fear is only good in that it makes your pride back up. So it's better that you fear God and your pride back up. But at some point, you should get rid of the pride and find love. Here's the thing. Pride can never love because pride will never love anything more than itself. So once you learn to love, yes, you don't need 12 hours of deliverance. Love casts out all fear love casts out do you know love casts out all sins Did you know love casts out sin love covers a multitude of sin love love and that's what the Lord wants us to get and Paul says the only thing that matters is love expressing itself in faith or faith expressing itself in love that's all that matters It's coming to this place where we don't serve fear anymore. But we serve God. And we serve each other. We we love each other. The Bible says if you have love, you don't need law. Law is for lawbreakers. It's not for lawdoers. It's for the breakers. Hmm? It's for the breakers. Rules are for the breakers. The rules ain't for the obedient. Rules are not for love. And if you love God, why are you still living by the rules? If you love God, why are you still living by rules? Don't you know if you love God, you're going to respect God? Don't you know if you love God, you're going to come into the house of the Lord and you're going to sit down and respect the house of the Lord? You're going to respect the leaders? Love would do that. stop serving fear let's look at this scripture I think most of us if we've been in church long we've know this scripture it's where Paul tried to warn them and tell them that uh, uh, you know that they shouldn't say oh it's too close to winter and then waters get rough in winter but they didn't listen and a northeastern came you know where all the wind comes from in Trinidad Northeast. <laughs> hmm? <coughs> hmm? Check it out. Most of the Caribbean. Wind all comes from the same place. Ooh, that may be tonight's message. That's how the wind can blow down houses. Because they get together and go in the same direction. <laughs> 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 Write that down so somebody and give it to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not my message otherwise I take off down that road Mm -hmm. so they went long story short boat crashes sinks everybody's saved right so they're in Malta not to drink but the island Spelt the same way Malta Malta Uh, They landed on the island of Malta. Uh, When I read that, I laughed. Malta? Is that where Malta come from? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, I don't know who named Malta Malta, but you named it after a shipwreck, you know. So they landed on this island of Malta. So it's raining, it's storming. You know, they've been out in the sea 14 days. It says the sun ain't even shined. So they all get there. Um, The centurion, he kind of favored Paul. So that's why they didn't kill the prisoners. And so they made it to the island. And so it's still raining and they got this fire going and it's still raining. That's a big fire. It got to be a strong fire. It burning and raining at the same time. So Paul's helping them get together, you know, uh, bushes and branches and things like that to throw on the fire. So when he does that, this this snake latches onto his arm, right? While he's picking up all this brush, you know. See, you, you have to watch that around here too, you know. You don't go out and grab things up. There might be a snake in there. So so a snake just latched on there. Right? Eh. Not a bracelet, just, just latched on. Didn't let go. Didn't just bite him, it latched on him. It said it latched, latched on to him. So he shook it off in the fire. And so all the people on the island, on Malta Island, they all drink Malta. So Malta island. In case you want to know where that is, that's right down below. Italy, there. I not yet. So it's not Trinidad. That would be chicken. It'd be a chicken and latched onto his arm.
1: So,
0: so all these islanders, they seeing all these people coming off the boat. They swimming. Some of them swimming. Some of them swimmed ahead. Some of them couldn't swim, so they grabbed pieces of the boat and they floating. So all the islanders going, Woo! All these people coming off, you know, Woo! God saved them. So they build a fire for the people coming on, because it's cold. It's wintertime in all that cold water. So they all build in fire. Paul's hipping them. Serpent latches onto his arm, he shakes it off. And the islanders go, Woo! They say, Huh? This man got saved from the sea, but he must be a murderer. Because even though he escaped from the sea, justice has found him. That's like discipline. And they're all waiting around to see him die. I guess they didn't have no doctors. They didn't didn't even give him a malta. The people expected him to swell up. They're waiting to see if you're going to swell up. The people expected it's like I'm expecting something big for Christmas right they're expecting give me a tissue please um here thank you I have I have I have so the people are expecting right they're expecting what a good gift no they're expecting Paul to swell up and die right because even though he escaped from the sea, he must be a murderer, because that snake none latched on to him. Nobody else got snake bit, only him. Or suddenly fall dead. So they wasn't sure what's was going to happen, but it's going to be dead. He's going to swell up, right? He he might suffer through it. He going to swell up or he going to fall over dead? That's what they expected. Ain't expecting nothing else. So they go, But after waiting a long time, <laughs>
1: hmm?
0: that's, kind of, that's kind of like a movie sometimes on Sunday night. You're waiting for some, some excitement to happen in this movie and it don't ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work out the way I planned. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, darn, they changed their minds and said he was a, oh, he's a god. <laughs> so these islanders, they expected him to die, so he didn't die. So now they're saying he's a god. Little g, he's a god, you know. But see that's that's all of life. Now, this is the first time they've ever met Paul or any of them, right? So when they saw the serpent, they said, "This is justice. This is life getting back at him because he's a murderer. He must be a murderer. Hmm? This is justice." And see, that's 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 all of us. Our expectancy is discipline. Do you really expect to be blessed? I know you've tried to teach yourself. God is good. Right? God is good. I'm going to do that one Sunday. And I'm going to come to you. Within two seconds, you've got to tell me why God is good. You know how many people would, would be dumbfounded? Huh? I had somebody stand up at the table the other night. I said, how's God good? You didn't say God was good. They stood up and they said, I had a good day. I know you're lying. How'd you have a good day? So, uh, churches all over the world, God is good. You can tell when people lie. lying. So somehow or another, the preacher got you to lie in church. You're going to be struck dead. You're lying. God is good, but you don't believe it. You're going to be struck dead for lying like that. Because some of you say it with a big smile. But how's God good? It's your expectation. Your expectation is to be disciplined by God, not to be forgiven and be blessed. Your expectation is for God to teach you a lesson. And out of all the lessons you've been taught in life, are you any better? (laughs) Uh, When we going to give up the whole discipline thing and realize God just wants us to love? Think about it. When something's good about to happen, you're not happy. You're afraid it's a trick. You're afraid God's tricking you. He's gonna discipline you. Our expectancy is disciplined, is it not? Which is law. This is nothing I haven't I haven't spoken all year. It's law. You expect to be disciplined more than you expect to be blessed. Yes when your little phone rings let let samson tell the truth or samuel samson samuel solomon every, every who one of them <laughs> samson or the apple really out of the, all the things you can name your gadget You're gonna name it after an apple. Which most people think is what Adam and Eve ate. No, when it rings, when it rings, when it rings, and, and, and you run for it, and you make a dash for it, huh? Some of you got arthritis, some of you old, you can't move, but when that phone rings, you move. But what I want to know when you move that inspiration? Oh, I don't know if I have a ring left. I got to get to the phone because this might be the last ring. I got to. you ever count you ever count the rings? You count the rings you know, and, and you're trying to get to this phone because you're afraid it ain't got no more rings left. Somebody gonna hang up, and, and you don't even realize sometimes you already got the number there. You can call them back, but you're going for this phone, and and and. I mean, all at once you have got a temporary healing from arthritis and all your other slownesses. <laughs> you're not even tired anymore. Somehow or another, uh, somehow or another Samson or the Apple Rings, and you're not even tired anymore. So you you make a dash like you some kind of football player or something. You know, get to get to that phone. But your inspiration is it because you think there's a blessing on that line, or you think something bad happened? Be honest. Why are you trying to get to that phone? Why are you trying to get to that phone? You think you're going to miss a million dollar meal? Hmm? Million dollars? Why why are you trying to get to that phone so quick? In most cases, you think something is wrong. Especially if the sun's gone down. Is it not true? That's just an example that most of us live our life expecting discipline. And the reason I say discipline, we used to expect bad things to happen, but we've been taught in church not to say bad things happen, that God is disciplining us. (laughs) Although it still hurts like, you know. (laughs) But we've been taught (laughs) to change it to discipline. God is disciplining me. (laughs) Yes? You're not expecting something good you're not expecting a blessing and this is the things that that fight against the blessings of God huh yes I'm not saying that discipline don't exist drive on the wrong side of the road it won't be the police that disciplines you know, you know huh it'd be that dump truck that dump truck will decide that you're misbehaving today <laughs> And it will run over you. Yeah. I taught you a lesson. Huh? Yes. You know, that I believe there's some people out on the road. If you pulled out, they could break, but they want to teach you a lesson. Yeah. They don't realize it might put them in the hospital to teach you a lesson. But there's people, and sometimes you, you could see it on the video. Somebody pulls out, and you realize that they're not slowing down. No, I'm going to teach them a lesson. With your new car, you're going, your, your new car and your new head, your new hairstyle, you're going to teach them a lesson. See, that's man. That's not God. That's not God. And yes, we can learn from our mistakes. But we got to get out of this disciplined mentality and realize that it's love. Does love correct? Certainly. But we're so focused on discipline. And we've been taught that we are such sinners. Everything we do is wrong. And and we've been taught that when you do wrong, you're going to get punished. And the truth is, some Christians had a better life before they got saved. Because you come into the house of God and make a monster out of God. God called you to kill you? He could have killed you without ever baptizing you. Is that not true? You know how many people die without getting baptized? So he baptized you? called you into his house? He let you sin in his church 10 years? Eh, I'm going to catch him by surprise one day. And kill him. God could never catch some Christians by surprise because they expect God to kill them every day. Huh? You must admit that, that in comparison with God you're nothing in comparison with Christ you're nothing. We fall short. But he called me not because of anything perfect I did. So if he called me because I wasn't perfect. Now why do I feel like I got to be perfect to be kept by God. God called you to keep you. He called you because He loves you. Yes. But we live in such fear. Am I speaking truth this morning? Am I speaking truth? Hmm? And if you say no, it's just because you're too fearful to say so. How much of this fear is messing with your blessings? Not God. Not other people. You. Hmm? You get blessed, you fully expect somebody to come and take your stuff. Hmm? Yes. Yes. You get married, you're going to expect. You know, Some of you, Christy. Some of you. (laughs) Nothing yet, but I'm expected. (laughs) Some of you, Christy. I'm not talking about you. I said, Some of you, Christy. Like there's more than one of you. See, you're in torment because you're not married. But you're going to be in more torment when you get married. Because you're going to be expecting somebody to take him or take her. Am I telling the truth? You might be in less torment right now. At least you can sleep tonight with your loneliness. (laughs) You get married, you, you, you're always looking on the phone. Why are you looking on the phone? Why are you looking on their phone? Tell the truth. You're looking for bad stuff. Looking for bad stuff.
1: Huh? You're
0: looking for bad stuff. And because you're looking for bad stuff, you find bad stuff. You read more into things than's there. Because you serve fear and not God. When you serve God... You don't have to look in your wife's phone. Everybody understand? Let's stop serving fear. Let's serve God. Hmm? Hmm? God wants you to live. Let's serve that God. Hmm? Let's serve that God. Let's don't serve the God that's I'm watching you. You mess up one time, I'm gonna smack you. Hmm? Let's serve that God, let's serve him out of love. And will we mess up? Yes. Is he forgiving? Yes. Should we try to do better? Yes, especially when we know what wrong is. But to serve out of fear is not gonna get us nowhere. Not gonna get us nowhere. Because it's like at the immigration office. You come to church, you get scared. Did you rob a bank this week? Huh? Some of you sitting this morning, I could pick you out. Some of you sitting this morning, like you robbed somebody this week and you have the evidence on you right now. I would pick you out, but it might give you a heart attack. So I ain't, I'm not going to... You're sitting this morning... Examine your sitting you're sitting as if though you stole something and you still have the evidence on you Yes, or, or, or you got some marijuana in your bra or in your shorts or something Some of you are sitting very strange this morning No wonder preachers get scared at you and preach the Ten Commandments and you going to hell because you don't them I wonder how many times that happens in church. People come to church scared. The pastor gets scared. Uh, and he starts sweating bullets and preaching fire and brimstone. And the truth is he just got scared of looking at your face. One day church is going to realize if everybody in church would smile, you'd get a better message. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's too late. Try the next service. Oh, a light come on. <laughs> what about that, Luis? <laughs> hey, we just smile. I mean, every now and then... One of them preachers might say, you better wipe that smile off your face. God is real, you know. He's coming back. He's going to judge you, you know. You got to give account for everything. The <laughs> I think we already know that. The objective is to quit living in all this fear. Live in respect. And listen, if you love And you do something wrong. You repent. Love repents. Love does what's right. We may mess up. But we're going to do what's right. And we're going to grow. You will never grow in fear. Fear just gets you in the house. Love gets you out of the house. Into the blessing. And into the heavenly places. That you're called to go. Just follow that love. That love will change you. You don't need the belt anymore. The love will change you. Huh? Now, if you don't want to love, then maybe you need some belt. But there's plenty of belt outside. It don't have to come from the house, you know. Let them make a sigh. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. looking for somebody. Lord, who you have a word for this morning? Mm -hmm. Lord, who you have a word for this morning? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I saw somebody lighting a candle and making a wish. And I don't think birthday i mean it could be but i don't think so lighting a candle and making a wish you lit this candle and you made this wish Hmm? you lit these candles and you made this wish and i don't i don't think it was anything hocus pocus i think you were just lighting candles right and you was talking to god and you was making a wish you lit this candle and you made a wish that's you Yesterday, that's what I was going to say.
2: Yeah. All right. Prophet, yesterday I was um, organizing the candles for today. And I was just putting them on and I say, and, and I'll touch what, one of the candles and I say, Lord, i wish if I could get to spend time with my twin brother this year.
0: Uh-huh. You lit the candle?
2: Yeah. The That's them the electronic. Candle.
0: Uh, if, flip the switch.
2: Yeah, flip the switch.
0: I lit the candle.
2: Yeah.
1: hmm hmm
0: hmm 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 And and what was the wish you made?
2: Uh, to spend some um time with my twin. With your twin. Oh, yeah.
0: Sp- twin.
2: For our birthday, uh, never we never celebrated our.
0: When birthday. is your birthday?
2: March in March.
0: Oh, March. Yeah. You making a Christmas wish? Wish for March.
2: <laughs> All right. All right. Prophet, uh, actually, he um, uh, we actually, he wanted to see mm. me for Christmas, and I told him, no, I want to spend time here in Trinidad, uh-huh. in Tobago.
0: Mm, why didn't you invite him here?
2: He into he don't I invite him but he said he not coming to Trinidad because of circumstances
0: circumstances yeah. all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it will happen yes, mm-hmm. 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 but it's gonna happen sooner than then yeah it will happen somewhere within this season close Yes. But you made another wish. Mm -hmm. Did you make another wish? I'm going to laugh at you. <laughs> That's better than disciplining you.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> Robert, I was thinking about construction outfits,
0: <laughs> not equipment. No. The outfits.
2: Yeah, um outfit, like the helmet, the glasses, the boots and the <laughs> uh,
0: you, you know you're going to be working for me, right?
2: Yeah.
0: You ever see me use gloves or a helmet no. and glasses? <laughs> I probably I should, I but uh, I've always worked a little dangerously. <laughs> Cuz I I was working back before they created those things. Uh, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. so you was wanting all those things yeah huh?
2: and spend time with um, I
0: will laugh at you I ain't gonna laugh at what you request I'm gonna laugh at you when you're all dressed up like <laughs> like a minion out there
1: yellow, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> if, if everything goes right in the next couple of days, we should know for certain about the property. Amen. The location's still a mystery, but it's not far from here.
1: Praise the Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I-, I guess. I guess you want a pink helmet?
2: Pink helmet? No.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
2: A, a black prophet.
0: The black, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got it. Yeah. I'm still going to laugh at you. When, yeah. hmm. See, if you get that helmet, Colleen could take you to work on the motorcycle. So, is there any other candle lighters? You lit a candle hmm? yesterday or the day before and made a wish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody else? I, I just discern there's somebody else that lit a candle. You, you lit this candle and you was talking to God. Huh? Nobody else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll leave that one right there. Mm-hmm. But the Lord says there's another person. Who mmm, I
1: looking
0: for? Who am I looking for? Mm-hmm. I see in somebody very anxious. What are you anxious for?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I see you're very anxious for something You want something to happen You're anxious for this thing to happen Mm -hmm. I think it involves your husband in a vehicle Anxious it involves your husband and a vehicle.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm hmm.
0: You're anxious. It has to do with your husband or your man and a vehicle. Where you at? Don't keep the Lord waiting if that's you mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people know that words for them and they don't identify themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's you you believe it. you come up front. I need you to take God more serious. You come up front. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? One shoe on. Mm-hmm. Listen. Everything in your life is one shoe. You're not certain about many things. Yes, so it's only fitting that you have one shoe. You kicked it off. And now you're bare. Sometimes rather than cry, we laugh at things. Because we don't want to cry we laugh at things we don't want to hurt so we laugh at things that's that's never wise it is better to cry it is better to go in your closet and cry it is better to just cry out to god even if it sounds dotish what you're crying about yes because sometimes we know what we're crying about is stupid but sometimes if that cries inside of us it will hinder us It will hinder all our blessings. Yes? You want life to be funny or good? Good.
2: Unfunny. What? I said good and funny.
0: Good and funny. (laughs) (laughs) If you had to choose one, which one are you going to choose? Good. Mm -hmm -hmm. See, there's a reason I say that. Because when life is good, it is joyful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I choose good.
0: But joyful and funny is two different words to you. Funny is just your way of dealing with pain.
1: Mm mm-hmm. mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see, you, you come up for, the, for the, the the anxiousness, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And the husband and the vehicle. What's yeah. the vehicle got to do with it? Huh? You can.
2: Anxious for possible to get a vehicle. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, you stay right there. Why well, he ain't anxious for you to get one? Then you could let him borrow it. <laughs> Mm. What about that vehicle? It, it don't right now. Uh-huh. And you're anxious for him to get it fixed.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You want him to get a new one. Yes. But he wants to fix it. Yes. <coughs> you met with the Lord. Mmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, he has a tendency to keep old things and yes. fix them. Yes. Even relationships. Oops. Uh, Not <laughs> But see, that's somebody that's faithful. See, you're going to explain your one shoe all at one time. See, he wants to take what he's got and fix it. But you want it to work right now, I'm going to throw it away. Present shoe that shoe could talk, Mm. that shoe says, you know what? Can you hear the shoe talking? He's talking. The shoe is saying, "Hmm, I thought I was special. You kept me. You threw the other one away. But you just brought me up here to throw me away. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Don't throw away things that God says you should keep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your husband, you're married. You're not married. You want to be married. You sure? Yeah. If shoes could talk. <clears throat> what is it like in your house? Uh huh. Hmm. The shoe says, He never takes me out nowhere nice. <laughs> the shoe didn't lie, did it? it so the shoe could talk. <laughs> Here. These, these two of you are trying to listen to this shoe. <laughs> You gotta be spiritual to hear the shoe talk. <laughs> ah. See, some people are who they are, and your husband is who he is. But I believe he loves you, you know. Yeah. But he's who he is. You keep trying to fix him. Hmm? And granted, he needs to get a little closer to the Lord. He needs to do some other things. But you can't fix him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, that's who he is. And you have to accept that and trust God to fix it. Or you have to leave it alone altogether.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't walk around in life with one shoe on. And how long have you been walking in this relationship with one shoe? Huh?
1: Eight years. Eight
0: years. And then you rejected today. I was you, I wouldn't go home. I would find me a one-legged person.
1: See?
0: See that whole thing, that one shoe. Tells your whole story. Your whole life. One foot in, one foot out. And you can never be happy. You can never have fun. Until you put both feet in. Huh? Yes? You know, John walked on the water too, like Peter. You know that? How many of y'all know that? I'm speculating. But just... (laughs) John walked on the water too. Peter got out of the boat. Walked on the water. Right? John walked on the water too. One foot in the boat. Now some of y'all didn't get that. That's too funny for you not to laugh. Something wrong with you. I said I'm speculating. I ain't saying scripture says so. John kept one foot in the boat, put the other foot outside the boat on the water. Let me explain it. And he walked on the water.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why some of y'all walk in faith. The way some of you walk in marriage, the way some of you want to be married, if one foot wants to be married, huh? And y'all's only consolation is don't let the left foot know what the right foot is doing. Oh, I got dizzy. <laughs> Wonder if John hadn't fell out of the boat. <laughs> but it's not just your relationship you do this with you do this with everything hmm? something with your bike you're doing something with your bike one foot in one foot out want to ride don't want to ride yes yes yes, yes. and if because, if okay. bikes could talk
1: I thought you loved me.
0: I'm talking to the bicycle right now. If bikes could talk. huh? That bicycle saying, I just know. She's going to get tired of me one day. I ain't going to get excited about this ride. You met with God? Is that true? How so?
2: Because, um, like, for the last month, or even month and a half, could be two months, actually, um... I think it's probably two months when I actually um, made it right up here. So, before I used to write up here a lot, but not to come to church mm-hmm. or anything. And then I started to write to church, and then I would even get up, like set my alarm.
0: See? You ain't wow. been faithful to it. For,
1: for
2: you are an
0: unfaithful woman.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, because it is just get up, I have all my clothes, everything set out. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just like. You're uh, unfaithful. It's cool. Go That's why
0: John sleep. never beat it in the Bible. <laughs> or I think James says you're double minded wash your hands you sinner (laughs) purify your heart draw near to God he will draw near to you don't take that as discipline take that as love right Father, give her all her heart back.
1: Yes.
0: Give her all her soul back. Because it's divided. Mm. See? See? I like joy, but sometimes people need to cry. Because your fun is like marijuana. <laughs> What? What?
1: Nothing from it.
0: The Lord knows all things. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's the one that planted all them trees. <laughs> 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 uh. That's why you're not supposed to mix them plants, because you come out of marijuana trees. The- this moment just because God says so
1: mm.
0: not because of anything perfect you've done just because God so loves you mm. you're going to get both of those shoes on mm. and you're going to find yourself content with life and loving life you, you can't live life with one leg you can't live life with one shoe one hand you, you, you can't do that and you can live it with one leg I'm, I'm talking spiritually you can't, you can't live life that way. Whatever you do, do it with all your heart. See, and if you're not sure if you want to do it, you need to pray. Right. But when you decide, yes, when you decide you want to walk on the water, jump, yes.
2: Yes.
0: jump out. Don't leave no room. Mm-hmm. Seeing if the water going across the top of your foot or not. You gotta have faith. <laughs> And if it's not right, then sometimes you've got to go through things before you know to get away from it. Right? All things are good with God. And the Bible says, all things are consecrated and made pure if we give thanks. It says all food is clean, so all things is clean. Yes? Give thanks. Trust God. Huh? Put both your shoes on, and marriage might come very soon. Wow. Amen.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. All right. Yes. You on a car for Percival? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let me ask you a question. Ooh, ooh, come Nicole. Let me ask you a question. <coughs> this is this is a very important question. Now. Some people may think this is a silly question or a funny question, but I don't know no other way to ask this question but to ask this question. If <laughs> Percival gets a car, what kind of person he going to be? I don't know. Uh, somebody hear me. Mm-hmm. If Cheyenne gets a car, what kind of person is he going to be? Is he going to be nicer or less nice? Is he going to be more loving, more stubborn? Is he going to be humble or more Mm. proudful? (laughs) And those of you that know Percival, Mm. answer the question. In your heart, in your head, don't do it out loud. Right? Because we're going to learn something right here. If he gets a vehicle, how's he going to change? See, right now, you're playing judge and God. Hmm? Somebody said, well, just give him an old one. (laughs) <laughs> somebody said, just give him an old car uh, somebody had that thought you have that thought oh you saw old license no somebody had that thought I got to wrap up let's catch a revelation think about it is he going to be nicer and I'm not talking about Percival. This is about us learning something. This is talking about, ain't got nothing to do with God. This is talking about you and me, those of you that know Percival. Right? This is talking about us. Will we even let him get a new car? We church people, you know. Well, I don't know. You know, he might just need an old car. Somebody's thinking that, but you're too big a coward to say it was you, you know. I could find you. (laughs) Uh, Do you know when you want things in life? You know, people around you, because they live by law so much, and they live by discipline so much, they will almost chastise you. That's why we got to get out of law. Because you probably ain't got no friends. Even if they love you, they may give you too many licks. You ain't got many friends that want to see you get the best. Because even even if a nice car, you know, got him a little taller. Huh? He, he walking a little taller. Y'all went out for Christmas. Won't y'all got blessed. Y'all went out for Christmas. He walking a little taller. Ain't he? Huh? So things make you walk a little taller listen God still knows how to flatten tires and here you are on the side of the road with a brand new car and a flat tire and you ain't got no money in your pocket huh I learned something with my daughter a long time ago if I take everything away from my daughter When she needs discipline, I can't discipline her because she ain't got nothing to take away. So I realized I had to give her things so I could take it away. (laughs) Think about it. Uh, Some of your parents, you're not very smart, you know. You need to give your children some things so you can come and take their stuff when they're not behaving. (laughs) True.
1: <laughs>
0: but it's not about the dismiss it's about the love. But just just look at this. That's the way we think, and we we thought it so much all our life that we don't know any other way to think. Here we are; we trying to be God. If he gets a vehicle, he's gonna get proud for. He's gonna get this. He's gonna get that. But God can still humble us. Hmm? That's why most people would rather see you get a vehicle than a person. Hmm? You, you could have done something 10 years ago. People won't ever forgive you. They say they forgive you. In church, they said they forgive you. But they're still there. You want this with all your heart?
1: Yes, perfect. Hmm? Yes.
0: Even if it makes him smile.
1: <laughs> yes. Huh? Yes, you sure?
0: Yes. You know how he gets? <laughs> I know. You, you know how he gets? Huh? Yes, for He gets a new vehicle. You know how he gonna get? <laughs> yeah. You, you know your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend could keep you away from your blessing. You know. You You need You need to pay attention who you marry because. Because huh? your husband or your wife's in. Lord, don't give it to them. They ain't been nice to me, you know. Yeah. Yes, Lord. You, with all your heart, you want him to have his vehicle. Yes, perfect. Uh-huh. What kind of vehicle do you want him to have?
1: A Hilux. A Hilux. A Hilux.
0: Yeah. The wish of every proudful person in Trinidad. <laughs> give me a Hilux. A Hilux. High in luxury. Uh, not a low lux, but a high lux.
1: Uh,
0: not just a high or a low, but a high lux. Coming soon.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: Amen. Remember, stop serving fear. Listen. God can kill you anytime. Job was doing everything good. And everything started falling apart. Yes? Stop serving fear. Serve God. Love Him. Right? You're not going to do everything right. But you ain't going to do it right if you're scared either. You're going to be clumsy. When you get scared, your mind gets fuzzy. You definitely don't do things right when you're fearful. Stop being fearful about the new year. Stop being fearful about life. Stop being fearful about God. Just love Him more. Love him love, ah. him. love Him. And realize you ain't no perfect lover. Quit trying to be the best. Just love God. Right? Just love God. And love other people. Even if they aggravate you. Love them. Even if you hear a car drive up. and you, you know, Oh no. Love them. <laughs> love them with all your oh no. You know some people aggravate you. But love them. And don't beat up on yourself. Because some people aggravate you. Love them. Yes? God says you always have the poor. Why? Because somebody ain't going to believe. Right?
1: Stop serving fear. Amen.
0: Be blessed.